Hi everyone, it's me, Thea. And it has. And this is the Optimal Podcast. I just want to say that we kind of like expanded our original idea. Yeah, I guess. It was kind of just, it was, it was a very organic growth. It's a self-improvement and personal story podcast. Surprisingly enough, I all of our interviews actually show a very personal side of the person being interviewed. Would you agree or not? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it does. Of course it does. Like, like, you know, we're hitting a lot of deep points with the people we're interviewing. I really feel like with every interview, it offers like a fresh perspective or I don't know, for me, I get motivated. Like, yeah, hearing... you know, it's very interesting when you get to see other people's point of view. You get to see how other people look at the world. There's something about being able to look at the world with somebody on, you know, like wearing somebody else's shoes, for example. Yeah, you know, I have to like, agree with you on that. It, it, it expands your way of thinking. Yeah, and I really hope that you guys get the same experience listening to these episodes as we get, I guess. <laughs> so anyway, um, straying, I'm, I'm straying so, way too We're so rusty. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually part two of our interview with Eman Javier of Gunship Revolution. So if you haven't done so already, you can listen to our first episode. Yes, actually that's better. So you don't get confused. Here's part two. <laughs> no one is perfect in communication. Yeah. So don't expect na everyone to, to communicate perfectly na parang you're always polite and professional. Yun. So adjust ka dun sa communication style ng client mo. So if you just take yung message, yung core message niya, without yung parang sounding rude or anything, and just focus on that, mas magiging productive ka eh. Yeah. Kasi based on the experience namin, we're working with clients from over 20 different countries. Iba-iba talaga yung way ng pag-communicate nila. Like, for the Japanese, they're so polite. Polite and they magre-reply sila just to tell you na magre-reply sila later. <laughs> okay. Para ganun sila ka-polite. Yeah. Tapos nag-apologize sila pag nagbibigay sila ng revisions. Tapos on the other end ng spectrum, yung French naman, sobrang straightforward naman sila. Parang they don't want to waste time and sugarcoat things and parang sabihin nila kung pangit yung work mo, pangit yung work mo. <laughs> tapos, dadaisect ko yung feedback, tapos yung tatanslate ko sa artist, tapos yung artist, magbibigay ng mga concerns and questions nila, tapos ako magtatanslate dun sa so client, tapos sabihin ko, okay, ganito katagal yan, okay, ganito yung rate yan, okay, ganito kung bakit unfair yung revision, okay, ganito yung questions ng concerns and questions ng artists, and pag nagbigay naman sila ng feedback or ng project brief, sabihin ko sa artist, okay, ito yung gusto ng client, ito yung right, gusto ng... Right. While educating yung mga artists namin na parang how to handle, how to handle clients rin, kasi artist parang may personal connection sila dun sa work nila eh. And when you parang give ba- bad feedback, di ba? Yeah, it hits them personally. For sure. Yeah, it hits yeah. them hard. Yun, yeah. Sinabi ko sa artist namin na, what do they gain by offending you? What do they gain by insulting you? Or what do they gain by, do they get their art faster? Parang, nag-improving art mo when when they become rude? Parang, hindi naman, di ba? Yeah. So, mag-focus ka na lang dun sa actual work kasi na, 
yung feedback na parang bad trip ka the entire day and yung work mo ba, ma, yeah. uh, bababa yung quality kasi right. if I'm So you're a guidance counselor then? <laughs> Interpreter. Basically. Interpreter. Yeah. Therapist yeah. rin sa mga artists kasi mga bang artists pag may problem sila nag- sa akin rin na malapit like with family and with yung clients nila or with, with yung personal projects nila. Sa akin rin lumalapit and kailangan rin I need to parang problem solve sa kanila kasi madalas wala silang ibang malapitan kasi mga introverts. Eh. So, kailangan kong mag-adjust sa different type ng problems. Problems with family, problems with stagnation, problems with art block or with burnout or with unfair clients, rude clients. Different, you know. But you're perfectly set in the middle of like both worlds. Like, what do you think is the biggest challenge with you being stuck directly in the middle? Besides being responsible for all the projects and all the gigs and handling all the clients and the artists. I guess, feeling of isolation because no one can relate to what, what you do. Sometimes it gets stressful when you're trying to defend your process for the hundredth time to, to clients who don't understand the creative process. It, it gets stressful when you encounter the same misconceptions over and over and over and over again about the creative industry. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, what are some of those misconceptions? Like, yun nga, it's easy. Mm. It's not easy. Um, Dude, have you seen the... Okay, sorry, but if you see the quality of work that they do, I don't, wouldn't think it's easy. It's just drawing. It's, it's, it's amazing. Usually, when, when I show non-creatives yung art namin, tapos I tell them how much they paid us to do yung artwork na yun, nagugulat sila na ganun yung value ng artwork niya kasi hindi nila ma-comprehend kung bakit ganun oh, yung, yeah, yung price niya. Tapos, nangyari, nag-test rin ako. Uh, I took parang mga non-creative friends. I showed them two pieces of artwork. One was worth $150. One was worth $1,500 for yung artwork. Hindi na ma-identify which, which was which. Parang in-expect mo kung yung mga non-creatives, maintindihan nila kung ano yung Difference ng pinaghirapan mo sa hindi mo pinaghirapan. Parang, di ba? It's impossible for them to distinguish which piece was worth more and which piece was worth less. It's really difficult to explain yung value ng services na we provide. Pero, I found na yung technique, best way para ma-explain mo sa non-creatives yung, yung industry. For example, mom ko, niya creative person, so, pag ina-explain niya sa mga amiga niya, sa mga friends niya kung ano ginagawa namin, hindi niya na ma-explain na maayos kasi hindi niya talaga exactly alam kung ano ginagawa namin. Ngayon, para ma-explain ko sa mom ko kung ano ginagawa namin, I talk something na naiintindihan niya tapos down ko in a way na parang doon nagko-contribute yung industry namin. For example, yung mom ko mahilig sa yung game na may mga gems. Jeweled or something? Uh, candy, candy Crush. Candy Crush, yeah. Ay, Candy Crush. So, ginawa you know, example, yung Candy Crush, nakita mo yung mga art dun sa icons ng yung mga fruits na yung ganyan. Yung industry namin yung gumagawa ng art na yun. So, nakikita mo na parang may ibang, ibang players na nagsispend ng money dun sa game. Parang yun yung contribution namin dun sa game na yun. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, kung ibang tao naman, Diba, Avengers earned or more than $2 billion. Yeah. So, paano na ginawain kung without yung help ng artists, diba? Yeah. So, explain to, to them 
in terms of parang money or in profit na na-earn nung parang something you do you use your creativity on mas gets nila kung bakit or ba- why we're paid this much or why what we do is difficult hindi lang yung simple hindi hindi mo naiintindihan or hindi ano eh hindi ano malian kasi ano kasi dalawa tatlong linggo binuhos ko dyan sa artwork na yun eh. hindi na magigets yun eh kasi non-creatives don't understand yung creative process kung since it's something na uh, mukhang ginawa lang nila sa computer tapos okay na. Do you have any advice for any budding entrepreneurs or I guess any artists that are looking to get into this field? If we're gonna go into our field freelancing, first of all, you should prepare for uh, the fact na wala siyang safety net. Wala siyang safety net ng monthly salary. Yeah. yeah. So it's all on them. If they don't get work, they don't get paid. So it's all on them. Responsibility, being accountable. If they get sick, they don't get paid. So part of is protecting your health and maintaining your own equipment. So before you go into freelancing, you have to absorb all the different types of responsibility that you're going to take. It's like starting your own business. It's really starting your own Yeah, it's not, it's not just emailing your clients and expecting work and that's it. Because if you're freelancing, you're also invoicing, you're also reviewing contracts, you're also reviewing project briefs, uh, you're also doing art direction for yourself, you're also handling your own portfolio development, skill development, research, you're also handling client relations, you're also handling marketing, and everything else. Uh, another thing is you should, when you're developing your portfolio, you should know your intent. What type of person are you trying to reach? So if you're trying to get more projects, your main market is clients, mm-hmm. companies. So it doesn't matter how many likes or faves or shares you get. Your main objective is to get the attention of, of art directors, of clients that can hire you and give you projects. So for clients and for art directors, they have a different mindset when hiring you. One of their key mindset is when they're looking at your portfolio, our industry standard kasi is six pieces. So within six pieces, within six illustrations, within six pages, I can determine whether you're hireable or not. Mm-hmm. Now, when an art director reviews your portfolio, he or she is looking for your worst piece. Your worst. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Because your worst piece is uh, the biggest risk they'll take when they hire when they hire you. And artists should focus on building a portfolio that's called this realistic in terms of uh, schedule. Oh, okay. Because sometimes artists produce a portfolio that's really, 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 really good, but it took like two, three months to produce. <laughs> but our in- yeah. <laughs> yeah, but our industry standard is like one illustration, one to two illustrations per week. So, hindi pwede kasi misrepresentation yeah. nangyayari. So, artists need to focus on the quality and speed that they can maintain so that they don't end up misrepresenting themselves when they contact lines. Uh, another thing that they should focus on is testing their their speed, getting their base rate. Testing their speed, it's as simple as keep doing uh, the same quality of illustrations over and over and timing the speed. So when you enter negotiation with the schedule, with the rates, tapos hindi mo alam yung speed mo, hindi mo alam yung rates mo, yeah. tipid ka kagad kasi, okay, 
matagal pala ako mag-color. So, yung 3 to 4 days din ng color, hindi abot yung schedule ko. So, that's something na you can handle umpisa pa lang. So, when you're building a portfolio, you can time yourself na agad para when you talk to clients, you don't end up, yun nga, misrepresenting yourself or uh, negotiating yourself in a corner. Like, for example, yung base rate. Yung base rate, you can determine kagad. Ang isa sa mga tinatanong ko sinong artist sa akin kung paano mag-price ng work nila. Mm-hmm. Ang tinuturo ko sa kanila is yung formula ng base rate because I can't teach you how to uh, create a rate that would fit everyone kasi mm-hmm. we have yeah. different levels of talent. So yung base okay. rate is yung minimum. So yung, the minimum you can charge without uh, working in the red. Okay. Mm-hmm. So ang nangyayari is first you calculate your monthly costs. So let, let's say, for example, your monthly quota or your monthly costs around 22,000 pesos. So you multiply that by 2 to adjust for yung time na hindi ka in production or yung time na uh, for emergencies rin and yung may savings ka para hindi ka total in the red kasi 22,000 yung cost mo. So times 2. So 44,000. Tapos yung 44,000, i-divide mo siya sa number of days na you're planning to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, pag na-divide mo na siya, makukuha na yung day rate mo nun. So, once na makukuha yung day rate mo, you can break down ilan hours ka nag-work. So, once na makukuha mo ilang hours ka nag-work, i-divide mo yung day rate mo dun sa hourly rate mo. Ngayon, since minasure mo na yung speed mo, alam mo kung gano'ng katagal mag-pencils, kung gano'ng katagal mag-colors, gano'ng katagal mag-ink, alam mo kung ano yung rate mo. Kasi, ang mangyayari, if, let's say, 4 hours ka mag-pencil, tapos may hourly rate ka, multiply mo lang yun. Mm-hmm. So, meron ka ng formula kagad. Hindi yung tipong, represent ka ng rate, tapos kukulangin ka pala sa oras, hindi mo kapayang oras mo, and you end up in the red, and lugi ka pala sa project. So, mas mabuti alam mo yung minimum mo, compared sa, magbigay ako ng some random rate, tapos yung talent yeah, mo pala hindi nagmamatch. Yeah. It's really helpful advice, actually. So, calculate mo muna yung base rate mo, alamin mo yung speed mo, bago ko enter to contract negotiations kasi once na mag-state dun yung contract na kailangan, I need this artwork at this time and ito yung rate tapos hindi mo alam. Hindi na pwedeng hindi mo alam eh. Yeah. Siguro, ang main ano ko is to use the fuel, yung fuel na gagamitin mo sa long journey ahead mo is hanapin mo yung main purpose mo as an artist. So, wag ka matakot if hindi mo alam pa yung purpose mo right now because sometimes you need to experience different things before you can discover your purpose. Kasi you need to dissect it. Parang meron rin akong mga different questions na they can use when they're developing their purpose. Like, why do you love making art? What part of the art production process do you love the most? Mm-hmm. Why do you continue making art? What are you training for? What are you training for is a good question because you can list down the different things you need to learn to get to. Yeah, yeah point. Like, I'm training, let's say I can become uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe concept artist. Mm. So, once na alam mo kung ano yung, yung end goal mo or yung, yung purpose mo and what you're training for, malalaman mo na parang, okay, since concept artist yung target ko, ang kulang ko pa is, let's say, research or kulang pa ako sa mga ideas or sa visual library or sa anatomy or sa original ideas. Yeah, you know the steps you need to take mm. to reach your goal. So, there are certain certain questions that you can ask yourself right now na can help you determine your purpose or determine your why. Why don't you just quit? Are you sure that this is just, I this is 
an actual career, not a hobby. Maganon type ng questions dapat tinatanong mo na sa sarili mo yun. Kasi, for example, kaya importante rin yung question na siguro ako mong career to, hindi lang hobby. Kasi once na uh, i-dissect mo yung question na yun, isipin mo kung ano yung mga iba't ibang options mo pa in life. Like, may mga ibang artist, mas okay sa kanila to draw on the side, tapos, like, take medicine. Yung parang yung doctor sila, tapos side lang yung artist nila. May mga ibang artist na parang ayaw nilang yung audience nagdidictate dun sa art nila or yung client nagdidictate sa art nila and yeah. want to keep it personal. And they can keep it personal kung if they're working for someone else. Yeah. So you need to ask yourself if gusto mo bang hobby lang siya and keep it personal and keep it something you enjoy. Or do you want to be identified as a professional artist and earn from it? So you need to ask yourself these questions. So when you like develop your career or formulate strategies on how to achieve your goals, alam mo yung purpose mo, alam mo yung fuel mo. True. It's not like in the middle of the journey, mo walang kanang direction. Isipin mo, why, why am I doing this again? Why am I yeah. sacrificing my health, my time? And that's ma- so important then for freelancers, eh, because you're managing your own time, mm. so you need to be like self-driven, talaga. Eh. Mm. You need to find an internal, yeah, motivator, a fuel source, because because since I've gone your your why, your purpose, it can't be external. It can't be like if I ask you as an artist, what's your purpose? What's your why? What's your ano? Tapos ang sasabihin mo sa akin, uh, for example, I want to be the artist of Spider-Man. What if yung Marvel, they stop hiring other people to do Spider-Man? Parang in-house lang siya. Mm-hmm. What if magsarado yung Lucas Films? Parang isipin mo kung 10 years yun yung purpose mo, tapos something you can't control, like a property or a company na gusto mong mag-work for, work with, or uh, biglang magsara. Yeah. You, it's not in your control eh. So, it's better to use a fuel na parang internal eh. Right. Kasi kung external, tapos ibang tao yung nagde-decide whether you get it or not, it shouldn't be something that you need to ask permission or you need someone else's permission to give. Yeah. To give yeah. you. So, what would be for you examples of those like internal purposes? So, yung minention ko nga kanina, purpose namin as a company or yung my purpose is you define the role of creatives playing collaboration so that creatives and non-creatives can work together in harmony. Ngayon, ibang artists naman, na-encounter namin, ang purpose naman nila is to create a story that not, that would mm, inspire generations long after they're gone. Mm. So, in short, they want to achieve immortality. Yeah. Create a body of work that would outlive them. Some artists are motivated by contributing to different properties Then, building a career, educating people on how to get the skills to work on those properties. So, right. iba naman, motivated with, yun yeah, educating the next generation, entertaining people, parang creating something like Game of Thrones na affects millions and millions of people. Iba naman, motivated by their own personal drive to become the best artist that they can be. Na parang di masayang talent nila. So, dependent sa artist and kasi sa GR we're composed of artists with different different wise rin eh. So, kanya-kanya ano lang. You just need to make sure na if you're starting a studio, lahat ng artists nyo are sort of headed towards the same direction. Kasi pag iba-iba yung purpose nyo dun, yung iba nagkukwit, yung iba date na nila na-realize na they're on the wrong ship. Right. They're on the wrong studio. Right. They're on the... So, umbisa pa lang, interview pa lang, we share our purpose na kagad. We're not We're not content creators. We're not out there to, to build comics and 
and make video games. We're service providers. We also do education on the side. But if your main main purpose as an artist is to create your own thing, it's best if you take a different route. I have a business question. Sure. So, so as a service provider, right? Do you ever have experiences where your artist steals clients from you? Ah, uh, backdoor. Yeah. We've we've never had that experience because interview palang I warned our artist. One of the um, red flags or dismissible offense na pwede mong gawin is backdoor. Mm-hmm. So the client can contact you directly, but you can't contact the client directly, mm-hmm. lalo na kung sa GR ng galing yung client. Pag nalaman kong ginawa nila yun, I'll remove them. Pero, out since 2012, ang nangyayari pa lang is yung ibang clients namin dumiriretso dun sa artist. Eh. Mm-hmm. Tapos, when that happens, I, I warn yung client, tapos yung cut ties with yung client na yun. Mm-hmm. Sinabi ko na parang, you need to contact us directly when your contact, when your indirect contact with the artist, it violates our relationship, our working relationship. Yeah, right. Lalo mong artist na nag-complain about yung goal na yun. Kasi sa GR, konti lang naman yung goals namin na matatanggal ka talaga eh. Like, plagiarism. Yeah. Obviously, about, about, ano, refusing to do a revision, uh, missing your deadline three straight times in a row. Uh, vanishing on us. Oh, man! <laughs> Has that happened? Oh, man. Ang rule, ang rule, ang rule namin, sa interview pa lang, sasabihin na namin sa, sa kanila, wag na wag na wag na wag na wag nyo akong papahabulin. Because yung client namin needs to be updated all the time. Yes. And I need to be informed. I, I need to be kept in the loop. Yeah. Ang rule namin kasi, you need to reply within 24 hours. Yeah. So, kailangan. It's long. <laughs> it's long run kasi, uh, we also use that time nung first year namin, pag nakakuha kami ng negative feedback, mm-hmm. since yung policy namin is 24 hours bago kami mag-reply, if good yung feedback, nakapag-relax pa ako ng konti. <laughs> <laughs> Kasi, dati, I was so emotional, I was so attached sa side nung artist palagi. Yeah. Kasi kampi ako sa artist kasi I can relate to them. Yeah. Ang nangyayari, when parang the client gives negative feedback, kinakampi ako kagad yung artist. Yeah. So, hindi ako nag- may middleman mode ng umpisa. So, pag bad trip na bad trip ako, kuminsan, pinapatransnate ko pa kay Marty yung email na sasend ko kasi I was really angry. Parang a couple of years ago, I realized that kailangan sa gitna ka palagi kasi ko yung detached dun sa client side and sa ano, sa artist side. Kasi, muntik na namin madropping isa sa mga biggest clients namin kasi yung, hindi kami sanay dun sa feedback style ng parang French art director nila. Mm-hmm. And it was so rude na he said yung work na dumating sa kanila is parang amateurish. Mm. And in a rude way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, ang, ang nangyari, kinapipaste ko lang dun sa artist, tapos yung artist no offend, tapos I took yung side ng artist without even parang considering yung feelings ng ng art director ng client na hindi hindi ko naisip na ganun pala yung communication style niya. Mm. Tapos, nung na-realize ko yun, I rebuild yung relationship namin with client. Tapos, they they became one of our longest clients. Na. Mm. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Parang adjustment, adjustment rin siya. Sometimes the client is just French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really an interesting story, though. 
kasi meron meron din time dun sa same client na yun we dropped the ball in quality talaga and we were aware na we dropped the ball in quality and yung president nila mismo yung nag-email sa akin yeah. they expressed concern na when they work with GR they expect the best possible work yes. we do and subpar yung work na submit namin so nag-email siya directly so dun din ako natuto pa na mag-adjust rin dun sa tao sa type ng client because every client is different eh. Yeah. Right. So since president yung kausap ko, I was formal, I was polite, I was professional. And depende dun sa client, ang isa sa mga una kong kinakapa pag nakakuha ko ng bagong client is if kausap ko ba is a creative type or if it's a business type. Yeah. A creative type, you can use different creative terms para dun sa negotiations and to set examples. So when they ask for a certain artwork, I can tell them na, do you mean something like Avatar The Last Airbender? Or do you mean something like Lord of the Rings? Mm-hmm. For business type naman, I can break down the process like a business. So, first we do contracts, then we do uh, project brief, then we do invoicing. Contracts, yeah, right. Um, can I ask what's next for Gunship Revolution? What, what do you have planned for the company? What we're doing right now, Gunship Revolution Industry, industry Talks, is first step pa lang siya. Yung nga, di ba nakuwento ko, I was developing a book. Series siya ng books. Actually, yung isa, yung pinakamalapit na matapos is a digital art freelancing book. It's called Taking Flight. So, binigdown ko yung buong step-by-step process namin kung paano kami kumuha ng clients, paano kami mag-develop ng portfolio. Sobrang detailed niya, and it also includes when to time yung email mo sa clients mo. So, what day, what time. Nice. Uh, kung ano yung mindset ng client na kausap mo, kung different type ng clients na ma-encounter mo, in different steps, different Uh, creative production process, different business process, steps, uh, different type of clients, different type of equipment you need before starting freelancing. When is this book gonna come out? I'm just adjusting the flow of stories because there are personal stories within the book. But I'm planning within this year, sana, matapos okay. it. One of the books I developed, besides yung trans, yung, uh, a line or a non-creatives guide to understanding creatives, So, yun yung second book. Tapos, series siya o box uh, targeted towards creatives. So, yung isa, behold, kung paano maging digital art rainmaker. Mm-hmm. So, gusto na sana namin gawin is to build a rainmaker from scratch. Oh, okay. So, we'll take an artist tapos make him into parang an, influ- an art influencer. Tapos, yung breakdown namin yung process kung paano namin ginawa yan. Tapos... How to turn your art into different types of uh, different ways to teach other artists. So how to de- develop your own talk, your own school, your own online course, your own tutorials. Gagawin kami ng book tungkol don. Gagawin kami ng book kung paano ko gumawa ng sarili mong art book. Because we're going to develop our art book. <laughs> That's so awesome. It's, we're we're trying to find different ways for an artist. Uh, recognize the different doors or the different opportunities that they can pursue as an artist to make money, to develop their skills, to develop their career. Ay, meron pang health journal dun sa kasama kasi creatives need to take better care of their health. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so part rin nun is, yun nga, gumagawa kami ng food journal for artists para they can be aware and accountable dun kung ano yung kinakain nila. Because, Can you can you share your history with that like? Ah, 
Uh, <laughs> I used to be morbidly obese. So I used to weigh 325 pounds. Holy shit. Back in 2009, March, my ex-girlfriend cheated on me. Oh, bitch. So I didn't feel angry towards her. I felt angry towards myself was I allowed myself to become replaceable. So instead of using my anger to do something uh, destructive, I wanted to do something productive. So I started my own fitness journey. I still remember uh, March 28, I bought a red ribbon mocha roll, <laughs> finished it. <laughs> Uh, Holy smokes. Yeah, finish it. Finish full it. Or full. Full. Okay. I finished it with Savior because I decided the next day I would start my uh, my my fitness journey. So that was my last cheat meal. I still remember that that cheat meal. I ate one whole mocha roll. So yeah. So I started with I started out as three hundred twenty five pounds more bit more below obese. Uh, later on. When I did my research, I discovered that only a small percentage of people would actually achieve normal weight after mm. being morbidly, morbidly yeah. obese. Yeah. Tapos within five years, pababalik yung weight. Yeah. Yes. rebound pa sila. So, ang ginawa ko, I we read... We have another podcast episode <laughs> yeah. just about this. I, I, read that, I read a ton of books. Kasi when you're starting your own fitness journey or your own diet, ma-overwhelm ka sa amount of information na oh, makikita mo in the market eh. So, ang ginawa ko, nagbasa ako ng different type of diet box, different uh, routines, different, follow different people on their own fitness journeys. Tapos, ang ginawa ko, since madami nagko-contradict na information, like, ibang diet, sabihin, don't eat eggs. Ibang diet, eat eggs. Ibang diet, avoid milk. Ibang diet, drink milk. So, ang ginawa ko, I took all the consistent parts ng lahat ng diet book na nabasa ko, Thus, I started there. Tapos, slowly experimented kung ano yung gumagana sa akin. Ano hindi. So, nag-start ako. Binawasan ko muna yung amount na kinakain ko. Instead of, like, isang palangga ng rice. It's like, it's one cup of rice. Parang slowly, slowly. Hindi ko binaglaan yung sarili ko kasi alam ko once, if nag-crash diet ako, mag-rebound ako agad eh. Yeah. Tapos, I start, sa exercise side naman, I started with something I enjoyed. Kasi na dumiretso ako sa gym, tapos ma-demotivate ko yung sarili ko kasi I was comparing myself with other people in the gym na yung progress nila, advance na sila. So, ang ginawa ko, I just started shooting free throws. So, like, 200-300 free throws a day. Doon sa, yung dating studio kasi namin, merong parang half-court na nakalagay dun sa taas ng garage. So, nag-shoot lang ko. Tapos, when I dropped down to 280, doon ako na mag-start mag-gym. So, I just didn't stop until now. So, right now, I'm around 175. You lost like, an entire person's worth. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm so proud yeah, of you, though. Different, different same, same advice rin siya for freelancers or for artists. It's like, find ways na find something na gumagana para sa'yo kasi we're all built differently talaga. Yeah, that's really so, good hindi, advice. Kaya, sa akin, if may nagkumingi sa akin ng advice sa dieting or sa nutrition or sa kahit ano. Sabihin ko, depende pa rin kung anong resources mo, kung anong goal, fitness goals mo, anong diet mo, anong taste mo. Parang sobrang daming factors eh. Kailangan you need to find something that works for you eh. If ginaya mo yung exactly ako nang ginawa ko, it wouldn't 
work as well as sa akin. Kasi iba, yung, iba tayong body type eh. Yeah. Iba tayong body type, iba tayong level of activity, we enjoy different things. Even if I give you parang my exact routine and diet, wala rin. Kaya yung fitness or kaya yung food journal importante kasi food journal really helped me uh, be aware of ano yung kinukonsume ko eh. And once I wrote down na, okay, ganito pala karami na kain ko, parang I became, parang you become accountable dun sa pag-maintain ng vessel mo eh. Kasi if you don't, nobody can exercise, nobody can eat right, nobody can sleep for you. You have yeah. to protect your own, yeah. you have to take care of your own body. And sinasabi ko rin sa mga artist to, sinasabi ko sa mga lahat ng tao na parang concerned ako dun sa health nila and ganyan. You can't buy your way into good health eh. So, kahit na yumama ka ng yumaman ng yumaman ng yumaman, mm-hmm. if yung damage sa health mo, sobrang lala na, anong gagawin mo? What's the point of all this dream chasing and developing IPs and finishing these deadlines? If eventually, when you become successful, you're not healthy enough to enjoy it. True. So, what's the point? Nagsasab-distract ka lang. Yeah, ano, this artist, sobrang galing niya. Class S artist siya. Siya yung best in the world. But he destroyed his body, tapos namatay rin siya na maaga. What's the point, diba? It's, hindi ka rin parang a story na uh, inspiring uh-huh. kasi yeah. you died and you didn't take care of your health and as a creative as a freelancer as a home-based freelancer pa you don't have any excuse to not eat properly sleep well take care of your health and isa sa mga ways din ng pagawa nun is explain mo rin sa clients mo na dapat hindi rin sila nag-expect na you work 24-7 yeah so kailangan nagkikip ka rin ng office hours or kailangan when you negotiate your schedule you, ano na, parang sasabihin mo sa client mo na may, may weekends ka, may breaks ka. It's not just tuloy-tuloy yung work. Hindi ka nagkakalculate ng schedule na parang 24 hours ako mag-work kaya 24 hours matatapos yung art part. Hindi ganun. So, as, as an artist, kailangan responsible ka dun sa maintain ng kataon mo kasi if you're too sick, you can't work and if you can't work, you don't get paid. Walang monthly salary na naghihintay sa end of the month. For freelancers, is health nila isa sa mga golden pillar na kailangan nilang i-prioritize. Kung di na i-prioritize nila yun, wala. Magsasab-destruct sila. So, maraming artists kami na-encounter. Hindi maayos yung diets, hindi maayos yung sleeping habits, uh, hindi nag-exercise. Almost all home-based artists, napapansin namin, they all fall into the convenience trap. Eh. Yung convenience trap na since wala akong oras magluto, I'll just in- eat instant food. I'll just eat junk food. KFC. I'll just eat Pepsi. I'll eat <laughs> delivery. And when nasa bahay ka, you can cook your own food. You can have healthier options. You can load up your fridge or load up your uh, stock with healthy food. Yeah. But you have no excuse like nuts and healthy snacks and Optimo. Any advice ko sa kung humingi sila ng ano sa diet. Any freelancers or anyone struggling with I guess those problems can um if they want to reach you where can they reach you uh besides gunshiprevolution.com they can reach me at uh eman with a mission e m m a n w i t h a mission <laughs> at gmail.com or yung site ko rin ano emanwithamission.com uh i also do creative consulting with different artists na interested na ask me questions about their career in a one-on-one session pwede rin ko silang i-meet anywhere within Metro Manila and have parang yung direct yung concern nila yung case nila yung problems nila yung goals nila pwede namin i-direct one-on-one email lang nila ako pwede na mag-schedule ng ganun 
uh, we hope to inspire or influence or educate as many freelancers as we can. So, sana sa future, yung nga, sa mga goals namin is, for example, pag lumaki yung mga pamangkin ko na babies pa now, hopefully, kung they choose to become artists, they grow into, they enter a healthier industry, healthier community. So, if gumani yung ginagawa namin or yung mga binabalak namin, sana pag, eventually, pag naging artist sila, hindi na sila underpaid, overworked, stressed out. So, respected na yung, yung job namin as artists. You're working for the future generations talaga. Okay, thank you so much, Emma. That was really insightful. Thank you for being here. Yay! <laughs> Okay, so this concludes our interview with Emma and Javier, but we have another interview coming up with one of the other founders of Gunship Revolution, and that will be released sometime within the next few weeks. I'm really excited for that. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow our social media <laughs> at Instagram, at Optimal Podcast. You can... Support us on Patreon at Optimal Podcast. We're thinking of um, maybe if um, any of our listeners have questions that they want to ask, we, we can put an Ask Me Anything behind our Patreon. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, and then like everything else, of course, regular podcasts will always be available for everyone. So if you guys haven't asked me anything, you can actually email us. And... You know what? I just have to say, I'm so freaking happy that one of our listeners who we both don't know actually <laughs> reached out to us on email. No, sh- sorry. Instagram. She reached out to us on Instagram and we actually got a chance to interview her. Yes. So that also will be coming up soon. I can't wait for that interview to air. Yes. I, oh, I love that interview. Yeah. And she's such a sweetheart, that girl. Yeah. If you guys, you know, even if you if you want to suggest someone, suggest that we interview someone, or if we if you want to suggest a topic, please don't hesitate to contact us. And yeah, it's been a pleasure <laughs> putting out content for you guys. Thanks everyone. <laughs> thank you everyone, and thanks thanks for listening because it really does mean a lot that you guys listen. Okay. Okay. See you.